0: I'm simulcasting on HaveYourFootball.com. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast.
1: Why is this asking me for the real player? Is that a thing still?
0: What's a win-it? Look at that <laughs> scroll across the top, though.
2: Ooh! welcome to my personal website. Raise your voice. Welcome to our personal podcast, everyone. Mm-hmm.
3: So happy. Uh, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Book Minority Podcast, the podcast that loves making Bruce Arena unhappy.
0: Uh, buh, 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 buh.
3: On this week's episode, we check in on the Wibble at the halfway point, look ahead to the Gold Cup starting this weekend, Ooh. say thank you to a legend, ask what's in Coach Javi's notebook, and that's it. Nothing else happened. Now this week's panel. Ooh. Uh forced to appreciate Harry Kane, it's Duncan Fletcher.
2: Ugh, he just dives all the time. Everything is... The only thing he ever tries to do is draw contact and fall over.
0: Jesus fucking Christ. Love him. You will guy, love him.
2: Ugh,
0: the worst. Except- Accept Harry into your life. The worst. And, and,
2: you know, you know it's a conversation I had on Twitter last night, but you know, what's going to happen if England win? He's got no experience lifting trophies. None. <laughs> Someone's going to hand him the trophy and he's just going to miserably trudge off thinking it's a loser's medal without even raising it. I mean, it's going to be, a, it's a disaster waiting to happen.
3: Wow. So ungrateful. Well,
0: at least there's a Darlington goalkeeper there to fix it all. Exactly.
3: Oh, anyway, shockingly, the proud owner of some new kits. Say hello to Mark Hinckley.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this
3: It's a shock. They to should everyone. be
1: happier we're getting two of the same kits because of clerical error. <laughs> but weirdly, i <laughs> not. not.
3: It's just oh. all becoming too too much for you, isn't it, Mark? It's all catching up with you. I I just I just
0: what could it, it you're be? you're going to get your own TLC show?
2: Yeah, probably. I, I feel like you could probably adapt the uh, Dundee United shirt into a, a Hamilton shirt. It's same, you know, more or less the same colours. You you can work with that.
1: Yeah, Big that Dundee that's, energy. Uh, that's already been. Uh, That idea has been kicked about. Not going to (laughs) lie. Okay. If I can get rid of the sponsors, shit's on.
0: Hamilton has a dragon and Dundee has a crocodile, so it's not that far off.
3: Practically the same thing.
0: I assume. Yeah.
3: Mm. Uh, Confused but happy. Welcome to Tony Walsh.
0: Mm. Gorlami.
1: Sounds delicious.
3: Does it
0: have that on sandwich? On bread? Have some? working on my uh my euro talk. Oh. euro euro accents. Whatever mm-hmm. they speak gotcha. on the continent.
3: Mm, uh. Esperanto. Um anyway, as for me, I'll be watching, but I don't have to like it. I am your host Kristen Knowles and now to the
2: Sweet Show.
3: usual we are starting off with Cancon and we're gonna swing by the wibble see what's happening in Winnipeg. I know. Um, almost half nat- of
0: That's a natural noise a wibble makes in, in its uh, natural environment. Just, ah. If you're trying to mate with one <laughs> if, you're duck, the, if you're hunting if you're hunting Wibble, yeah.
3: And you wanna and you wanna slowly rock side to side. Pardon? Um, that's how you, you put it that ease. Uh, That's right. Anyway, you, so are, you high-
0: ma- are you saying mating? Is that the mating or hunting?
3: Yes. yes. Um, anyway, I mean, it's we're sort almost- of this stork
0: talk. <laughs>
1: almost- no inside jokes.
3: I don't no we, inside jokes. That.
1: Did we? Stop yeah. it.
3: Almost halfway through uh, the bubble tournament in Winnipeg. And um, yeah, things are a little topsy turvy there. So you've got. Uh, the Peggers proving everyone wrong so far, uh, top of the table. Letty obviously doing more partying than training um, <laughs> when they were in Spain. Um, and somehow, somehow Hamilton somehow has found their way to the mushy middle of the, of the standings at the moment, but they did win a game.
1: They smashed a the game.
3: Okay, fine. They smashed a game. Yeah, I'm did. sorry. I did not give them enough enough laudatory Look,
1: stuff. I watched it. I was as surprised as you are having to say the word smashed. So like I'm happy, but like holy shit. <laughs> thanks thanks for hitting thanks for answering the alarm clock, guys. It was great that you woke up. It was great. <laughs>
3: um so there's lo- there's been lot there's been lots of good um from the tournament. There's been really excellent play um in a lot of the games and it's been fun to actually be surprised by by the results in uh over so far again still four more games and then an entire season to play but still it's kind of fun and who isn't enjoying you know rob gale getting to lord it over everybody kind of like ha, ha, ha. um so that's sort of delightful and then there's been a couple other things that have been a little eh, um you know our favorite things depending on who's the commentator. Um, But the uh, something we we sort of talked about after the first match, uh, you know, the opening ceremony, land acknowledgement and the song and the celebration and everything. And then that awkward, hey, here's some anthems, um, or here's the anthem. So I guess I had sort of missed the beginnings of some games. I haven't watched every game so far, just because there's a lot of overlap and so on. But I didn't realize uh, until the other night that they're still doing uh, land acknowledgements, but instead of doing it, ne- uh, not necessarily like, as the players are coming out, whoever is commentating on the match has kind of been like rushing through it as the match is kicking off, which seems, mm-hmm. I don't know. An afterthought. Vaguely, vaguely disrespectful and an afterthought and not good. Um you have time, you know? You ha- you're not waiting for people to get to their seats, even still, even now, even now that there's fans for the, the Winnipeg matches. It's just, again, you know, either do it or, or don't. Like, find a way to do this stuff correctly or just don't do it. Because otherwise, you just look bad. And... Yeah.
0: it's not necessarily always correctly or incorrectly, it's why. Do it for the right reason. Don't do Ooh. it because you think it looks good. I'm not saying they are, but and you know this is not restricted to CPL, But no. uh, don't do something socially aware. And I'm putting that in quotations um, because you think it serves your, you know, demographic and your advertisers well and all that stuff. Do it because it's the right thing to do. And do it or and do it properly if you're going to do it. Or like you said, Kristen, don't do it at all
2: if you're going to do it do it right now.
0: Correct. As as quoted by those famous artisans. Yes.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew Ridgeley was a wise wise man so um
0: that's why he's the hey, head of MIT now.
3: Yes. <laughs> um so yeah, so there's 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 yeah, that's been that's been a bit of a shadow um on the on the on the matches uh, through the rest of the of the tournament. Um
0: you know what doesn't but, give a shadow on the matches? Go on. The camera, because it's on the International Space
3: Station. <laughs> ah, yes.
1: <laughs> Good point. It's so far. But this
2: this way far. we get to see all of the advertisements.
3: That's Who, true. You might miss it. an advertisement. Ever played,
0: yes, because whoever plays a, a game of like FIFA or anything and chooses the widest angle to play. You know when you get to choose your camera on the video game? Yes, because everyone mm-hmm. always picked that weird ass, like, out of the stadium camera.
3: Well, it's the but best yes. one, obviously. Yes.
0: Obviously, on. for, for seeing advertisers, yeah. Yes. It is, Well, is.
3: Isn't that why we watch soccer? For the advertisers? That's, yeah. that, that's the
2: that's whole totally point of everything. True. Yes.
3: Yeah. yeah. Come mm-hmm. on now. Well, um, oh, the whole thing
2: just exists to bring in eyeballs for sponsors. That's all this is.
3: Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, come on. Where are we going? Bedding. Bedding? I already have, like, sheets and comforters. Not bedding.
0: Not, like, sleepy time. Betting. Oh. Gambling. Like ponies. fields? Like lambs in a Like field? we're
3: going to gamble through the fields? Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's right. Okay, perfect. But
0: we're going to bet on which lamb gets over the fence first.
3: Mm. Oh. I don't like that.
2: Then Duncan um, will eat it. It's a lot of pressure to put on those lambs.
3: It really is. Yeah. Poor little lost lambs.
0: Well, and it, got does Bo this...
3: keep there at least to guide them? Like, what's happening here? This is getting stressful. She
0: ain't, she ain't off curing cancer. Ayo?
3: <laughs> is she? <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, um, Good. one of the one? sort of brighter bird. sort of highlights, recent highlights, uh, last night's match um, for Winnipeg, is that uh, Peggers fans fully vaccinated with documentation, a limited number, socially distanced, all those things, allowed into the stands, which was great to see. Um, it was really great to see Peggers, people-
0: Peggers love an injection.
2: How many, you, you say it was limited people, how many people were there altogether
3: allowed I, I allowed not Actually, I don't know if I caught what the announced attendance was. It didn't, it didn't look like more than a few hundred.
2: Okay, and how maybe, spread maybe. out were they? Just like just like ten per section or something. I'm just thinking this needs to have a Mexican wave. Just <laughs> <laughs> the most like feeble was spread out like ridiculous Mexican that that. wave ever.
0: Well, what's less um. than a Mexican wave? Like not quite as impressive as like you know like a, a Salvadorian wave? a sploosh. Peruvian gesture. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the old Chilean handshake.
3: um they were pretty they were like pretty spread out like it wasn't like one person it is in space and then you know six feet away with another person there was a little more closeness than that but um still it wasn't yeah there wasn't everyone wasn't in one section it was definitely like all right your little group is going to be here, and your little group is okay. going to be here. So it wasn't
2: but, like that that one Leafs game where it's like, "Well, there's only a few hundred people, but we don't want to open up the whole stadium. That would cost money, so we're going to put everyone into the same section <laughs> to completely." You no, know, they
3: spread it out a little bit more than that. Obviously, it was only on That's one side good. of the it was only on one side of the stadium, but still, they really didn't need the whole stadium. considering they were only letting in a few hundred people. Um, I thought, I it was just. I it was nice it was, to see. It was nice to hear. Would, I thought it was supposed to be two
0: thousand people for this, wasn't it?
3: Was it that many?
0: Yeah. I thought that was... I thought when we read the announcement a couple of weeks ago that it was 2,000, maybe. But maybe it, maybe it's up to 2,000, 2,000 didn't want to go. It's nothing, you know.
2: Which which side of the stadium were they on? I'm presuming it, it wasn't the side opposite the camera. Correct. So, that, uh, oh, so as not can interrupt- see not I and mean, This really adds to the viewing experience. Right? You know, They had to keep them away from the adverts, I presume. They
3: did indeed have to keep mm, them away from the adverts. Jesus
2: fucking Christ. Um... Who would want was, to see that who would want to see hey people would... are back at football games let's watch exactly. that let's, let's, let's see let's, them no 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 let's,
3: let's smile and, and share in their joy um but uh anyway so that was that was good the only downside of that is um i don't know if this is a, a provincial thing manitoba i feel like it is like only only manitobans are allowed to go so you can't in your, get in your car and drive to Manitoba to go watch Hamilton or, or whomever play sort of thing. Um, but also, so far, they're only opening up, they're only allowing fans at um, Winnipeg's matches as opposed to other matches, which to me seems a bit of a, a, of a mispoint. I've seen um, fans from Winnipeg talking about it, saying like, we would go to other games, you know, we just want to, we want to see live soccer. We want to support the players and the league. Like, give us the option. Will yeah, they,
2: they could go there with just a, you know, sort of a little flag that just says, hey, live soccer, a scarf that just says the league. And, you know, they can just be very uh, very neutral uh, with the whole thing. Just, I like just I like here the for thought, the game.
0: I like the thought that somewhere in Winnipeg, there's like a one-man, really passionate York United supporters club. <laughs> and he, this is, you know, he's been dying to, and he just gives his support
3: exactly. You yeah. know, he's, you know, yeah. There could, who knows? People move across the country for all sorts of reasons. Yeah. Um, People sure.
2: famously immigrate to Winnipeg. Yes, yes, yes. exactly. By force. Mm.
3: <laughs> By force. Um. So yeah. So that's been. It's you know again like it's 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 mostly good, but also kind of like ah, oh, it's it's too bad that. They're really, really restricting it right now. Um, so selfish. Truly. Bison um, lovers. <laughs> so, yeah, there's uh, most, most of the teams um, have, uh, there's, you know, half the teams have played four matches, half have played three. There's a match tonight. There's the big match tonight. Ooh. Can you guess who's playing in the big match tonight?
1: Um, As of day of recording, Forge versus somebody, I guess.
3: Yes. Forge versus
0: Pony Boys. Come on now. The Pony Boys. It's uh, the Pony Boys.
3: Pony Boys. Pony Boys. 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 Um, Yes, it's the the handies of the Pony Boys tonight. Mm. Day of recording. It's Um, all felt
2: very hectic so far. Yes. I mean, I feel like this just started. and Everyone's already played three or four games. I know. What's happening?
3: That's why when I went to check on I was like halfway through. What? How is that possible already? What is mm. going Life on? comes at
0: you fast. Apparently,
3: it's, it's just started. Um, but they and then they're taking, but then they're taking two days off. I, I, I
2: two days. Oh, sorry, Oof. one day off.
3: Sorry, one day off. Just one. one I can't do math. Oof.
0: See the sites.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So tomorrow is a rest. <laughs> tomorrow is a rest day, and then they're back at it uh, on the weekend. And uh they still have down the wibble. They still haven't they still haven't moved the uh the match time for the Handy's Peggers game on Sunday, so which is unfortunate for people who the uh the
0: euphemism Darby.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. indeed.
0: El euphemismo.
3: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now we understand. Um but do if you do get a chance uh hopefully you are trying to watch some of the matches uh it is worth the time even if they are stupidly still playing the the anthem um for no reason other than they can't help themselves uh, bowen still not recognizing the union cuz you know he wants why to do would that. you do that don't be silly oh. don't be silly uh, so That's
0: not what the soldiers, the teams use in their marketing, fought for.
3: You're right. <laughs> I forgot. Mm-hmm. God, damn it. Anyway, um, yes. So, uh, well, since it is the big match, uh, who who wins between uh, the Handies and the Pony Boys tonight?
2: The Handies.
3: Oh, coming on strong!
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah, they—they got—they got a grip on the situation,
3: so they're clawing uh, their way up. Mm, shifty
0: though,
1: yeah, very, very jittery. Um, I'm, yeah, I think I think they win. I think I think Forge win. I, I feel like they uh, they woke up. To, like if you watch so the lion. first couple games, they were not awake. Like I know. I feel, like, I feel like that as much as either I didn't give enough credit or it's absolutely legit the amount of time actually required to train to get up to speed to be able to, you know, play a competitive professional match uh, in that first game. They looked like they were running through pudding all the time. Very slow, very non-robust. Non-robust.
3: That is a good way of putting
1: it. Yeah, like and it. and and compared to that game to this one, this past one, they look like absolute killers again. So um, it's, it's just. A I'm much hoping tasty it, it's a two pudding. in a row. You know.
2: Sorry, I'm just saying it's presumably a much tastier pudding. I saying, what
1: pudding are they running through? Originally? It's like a creme brulee. If you run yeah. fast enough, it won't crack beneath you, but it's
0: delicious. Mm. This so metaphor's gotten before weird.
3: It was like rice pudding, and it was just you like.
0: Could, you could twist an ankle, though, on a creme brulee. You know? Oh, without. And if you go right yeah. through that crust, if it's not prepared properly, well, I mean, who, like, you're going to tear an ACL. Want, yeah,
1: exactly. Who wants to get stitches due to deliciousness? That seems like. Mm. Obs-
0: I don't want to be, I mean, be out, really like,
1: odd. Indefinitely. This has brulee. Yeah. And if that's the case, too, if that were to actually happen, you know, a union would be a really good thing to protect the Ooh. players from getting oh yeah They're slashed big on open due injuries. to shards of <laughs> yes. creme brulee crusting. So. Seriously,
2: mm-hmm. but you, you know. need sort of Yorkshire puddings. You know, just uh, the Yorkshire puddings all over the field. Especially how sort of, my nana used to cook them just fucking absolutely rock solid. I'm you not know, going through those. <laughs> it'd be kind of like running on you know really sort of like frozen kind of grounds. So, that you know, November, December, or something, and you know you get a little difficult a little slippy maybe you're not going to get much purchase in them but you're definitely not going to go through those nope mmm mm.
0: analysis yes, yes. What we're it. here it nailed it
3: alright well moving on from the Wibble to this weekend's excitement it's the Gold Cup yay that is I the big gold. excitement for the weekend that is yes. the big excitement for this weekend that's right mm-hmm. nothing else um So, yes, the Gold Cup kicks off this weekend and um, Canada, of course, are in the Gold Cup and will be playing. That's
1: that's that should be that kickoff should be right after the penalties wrap up for that other game
3: for that other game. Yeah, that's that's something like that. That sounds about
1: penalties, Penalties. penalties.
3: We'll be are you trying to? You just trying to will them into existence? Is that what's happening here?
1: No, I just, I, I, just I just to like the us? idea of, I just <laughs> like the idea of that word being a, a trigger for heebie-jeebies. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> or <laughs> conniptions, whichever, whichever ailment you choose. Fine,
2: go but fuck it's, yourself, it's, Mark.
1: It's... Is that what you wanted?
2: Go fuck yourself.
3: Aww. Is that what you wanted?
1: <laughs> You're worried um... about Harry Kane lifting a trophy? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Which outcome do you want, Duncan? (laughs) (laughs) Answer me, goddammit.
0: It's like zero scoring record. If England wins, he has no reason to go on.
3: (laughs) So, on Saturday, is when the Gold Cup begins, um, you've got... Is it actually
0: made of gold? Like, full, solid gold? Damn it. It's a giant trophy.
2: If that was made fully of gold and it was that size, I don't think... uh, yeah. Not even Craig Forrest and Jason DeVos are left in that.
0: Well, I'm out.
3: <laughs> mm. He's done. He's, that's it. He's no longer interested. How can I trust um, him? So El Salvador and Curacao, and then Mexico and Ryan Telfer's Trinidad and Tobago. Uh you know, get well, that's a nice started. rebranding. Um,
0: you sure it's not Cyrus
3: surname? I'm pretty sure. I'll double check, <laughs> though. Um, but, of course, Canada... They play their first match on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, against Martinique. That's oh, right.
0: There's so much like Martin.
3: Mm. Like, they really. That's it's Martinesque. Martinesque. Oh,
0: right. It? Yeah, you're okay. right. I'm what, sorry. I... Eke? What does Eek do then?
3: They're very scary. No. Um... Like
0: Classique. It just makes it French. <laughs> Never mind. It's just French Martin. Mm. French, Martin. French Martin. What's a, what's a French Martin? That sounds like a That's a good euphemism.
1: It's like a French Guiana. <laughs> Anyway. it dies there that, that comment dies yeah. there the it, was correct response I got nothing else
3: so Canada has not played Martinique much because why would you I feel like um, we've played
2: them recently haven't we a hey.
3: couple years ago I said much like like four four times uh, yeah, okay apparently um they did we played win. Grenada
0: and they're, Mar- and they're Martinesque
1: ah uh, yeah mm-hmm. and, uh, nice. Um, that's correct
2: grenadian football i mean grenadian football it's never going to get anywhere because all they want to do is nutmeg people that's all they care about
0: they're nutmeg crazy Uh, yes
2: (laughs) it's it's one of their great exports yes great but it doesn't help in football just shoot to the side of the goalkeeper you don't have to go through his legs every time come on come on grenada
3: Anyway, <laughs> Canada play at six thirty on Sunday against Martinique. Um, but one of the exciting things about the Gold Cup is of course the roster and who's in the Canadian Gold Cup roster, it's Iowa Canola who has finally made his decision. It's very boop, exciting. Boop. Hey. Um,
2: so pres- presumably we're kind of now contract- contractually obligated to actually play him at least once. So I think it would be entertaining if we didn't, and then he just said, oh, fuck it, I'm going to go back to the States and just back and forth, but no one ever plays him.
3: Oh, I don't think he can anymore. He's filed his, I think he's... We, we've I think got he's
2: options up front, so we don't have to. Filed his
3: one-time switch, I think. I don't think he can go back.
2: Oh. Ah. Um, so <laughs> he's kept tied without even playing?
0: That how it works.
3: No, maybe not maybe he does have, i guess he probably has to play anyway I it's like just... field of
0: dreams i thought you had to step on the field <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway it's a really it's a really good squ- i'm actually really excited about this squad it's a good mix of some really young players um and obviously some mls centric players um with you know some of the veterans a couple of the overseas guys um, but so other than just being excited about Iowa which, which I am, I, I think it's great. I, I'm, I'm glad that he's, he's chosen Canada. Um, and it's been a long, you know, protracted courtship and, uh, he's been wooed. So well done, Herdman and your mediums. Um, I'd
1: like to be wooed. Wooed.
3: Woo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. Well done. Um, but then, uh, like Tyler Pasher, which I'm super excited for him because um, Pasture is one of those players that, uh, you know, if you follow TFC and you follow like the academy and stuff, you know, several years back, he was like one of those players that was sort of on the cusp. And then shockingly, TFC didn't appreciate him. Um, and no. I know, I no. know, this is surprising. Um so mm. he's been he's been in USL but he was you know been doing very well anyways he's with Houston um now and is having an excellent, an excellent season with Houston and is being, you know, rewarded for this. Um this is his I don't know if it's the first time he's been with the national team. Um or the first time in a long time and I don't think any I think it's the first time maybe at the senior level. Um anyways it's 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 uh
0: I like that story. That's a good I have story.
2: questions about why he's number three.
0: If he's, he's also going to play, oh. play one of the backs.
3: I don't know. Hey. I didn't even think about that. Hey, hey but look, Liam Frazier. Yay, Liam Frazier. Oh, oh, that guy won't play. That guy won't play. Yes, he will. <laughs> um, Daniil Henry, you know, firmly back in the fold now. That's great. Um, Tejan Buchanan. The Scott Kennedy kid that we loved during the last round of World Cup qualifiers. Old-fashioned okay. black boots. Exactly. Um, oh, Fon- Fonzie is going to be there. That's exciting. Mm. Mark Anthony Kaye. I,
2: I must admit, I'm kind of surprised how many of the the European-based people came over because you know, there's like World Cup qualifiers happening in like September and October and November and this and this, that presumably these guys should all be there for. And that would be my... First priorities. I kind of presumed it would be like, yeah, okay, well, we're going to take them for these. So yeah, okay, I guess we'll we won't take them for these. They can have a rest here. But I, you know, if we can, all the giants are letting the players go. Isn't it? If we can, in Munich, you know, Besiktas, Wolverhampton, yes. Oldham Athletic, all these people, they're, they're just letting their players come over. Even Oldham, even Oldham,
3: even Oldham. The I giants. Know. Yes. Greats
2: <laughs> of f- world football. Yeah. Well, i yeah. think
3: i think it's <laughs> i think it's um trying to get them as much playing time together um before the World Cup qualifier sure. i can have,
2: completely have understand I, Canada I, I was surprised too ahead. i
3: thought it was going to be a much more north american centric team too mm-hmm. I didn't think you know uh, Istakio, which is again yeah. he had a really great world Cup qualifying uh round there's this is uh this is an exciting this is an exciting
2: uh, team that's, that's a fun team name I'm sorry it just <laughs> is
3: no no it is um so yeah there's there's a lot to like about um about this squad some really exciting position players um some good attacking talent good keepers um yeah really Speaking nice
0: man keepers was was borean just left off because just go back to Europe and rest or...? Or was yeah, there anything I else about
2: that he's one of the people that I guess it did actually decide yeah. to, to rest yeah. Atiba as well presumably uh, nothing else going on but rest But
3: yeah well, I, didn't, necessary. I didn't I yeah. didn't hear anything that said
2: Scott Affield I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he'll well, be there as soon as the, the real things get going well yeah, those matches
0: on Mondays so
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah you know. <laughs> uh, um And I guess Jonathan David apparently would have been there, Um but he's, he's injured. He's right
0: looking now. at his new challenge.
3: Yes, that too. What is his um, new challenge?
0: I don't know. We don't. It's, we it's don't cryptic. know yet. But he's wearing. She's wearing shades and a cool outfit, so oh, you know oh. it's serious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the picture was sepia. Oh,
2: he's won oh. things in Belgium. He's won things in France. Where would you go from there? Mm. Luxembourg.
0: Well, oh, Turkey. He's headed yeah. to Balzers in Luxembourg. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um. So yeah, it's 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 an exciting it's an exciting side. I I'm I'm really looking forward to, to seeing you know what they do over the at least over the first three matches. So they've got Martinique on Sunday, um, Haiti on Tuesday, and then the U.S. Uh, the following Sunday, um, so that will be not terrifying at all. No, and you know the American, um, the American team, the American squad. They're they're not. It's not their whatever. They're a squad, so there's hope. Um, I don't know. I have no idea how it's all going to shuffle out. We'll uh, we'll talk about more about that next week. But um, so first up, yes, Martinique and then Haiti. Um, Martinique should be. That should be a win. It should be a decisive win.
2: Yeah, it, should. it will be. Canada can beat these. Uh, you know, when they're supposed to get decisive wins, they do now. So,
3: yes. Exactly. All right. So then, let's uh, let's get some score predictions.
2: Six one Ooh. to Canada.
0: Thank you for clarifying. Wow. <laughs> top, top, yes. Martin had a thought. French Martin had a big day. <laughs> uh. Four nil against Martinique
1: 3-0 more modest slightly more modest
3: 3-0 wow I was uh I'm going 5-0 I'm 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 feeling this and then Haiti coming up on Tuesday night uh that would be 71-0 that'll be that'll be <laughs> seven thirty eastern time um all of these matches, all of all of Canada's matches, are at Children's Mercy Park. By the way, in case you were curious,
0: will those children ever take mercy on our souls?
3: I don't mm. know,
2: man. I and mean, um, uh, the, the game against Haiti, all we got to do is, you know, focus on the captain, hard tackle, take him out early, then everything will just like, go into chaos for those guys.
3: Sociopolitical. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I went there.
3: Hard talk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real talk with Duncan Fletcher. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's uh, I think that'll be. Now I, you know, I was worried during the World Cup qualifiers that that was going to be, you know, much more difficult. And it wasn't exactly, you know, they didn't stomp all over them. One nil, three nil, their last two matches last month. So, on a good on a good roll in terms of uh, beating them. So they played them recently. They've got an idea as to what they're going to do. Um, yeah, the 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 first match, again, against Haiti, that was the away match. That was um, more difficult, but they still did come away with the win and the clean sheet. So I think the expectation should be another win. I, again, I shouldn't be. It shouldn't be as easy as as against Martinique. So, um, I'm going to say three one, Canada.
0: I'll I'll say two one, but not as close as it sounds. If you get my drift. Yes.
1: I'll go three 0 I'm
0: going to go two two. Wow. Duncan. Whoa. Wow. Wow. He does have the inside scoop on all things Haitian, so maybe we should listen to him.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Man. True. Mm. Interesting. Um, and then before we move on from uh, Gold Cup, uh, you know who's not going to be at the Gold Cup?
1: I'm not. I'm, I wasn't planning on going. Don't no. You? Me neither. Nope. I was just okay. going to okay. say Duncan's Duncan not.
3: wasn't going, but you're not going either?
1: No, not, not anymore. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry.
3: Did you have visa issues? Conrad
0: Bain.
1: Oh, good pull. I think.
0: Hmm. What? yeah, he's the father. Right? He's Philip Drummond.
3: Yes. Okay. The father
0: on different strokes. I'm what
3: confused.
0: I... He's not going to be is... there.
3: I was just, I was just, I'm just like, I, that's why, that's why I'm confused. I'm like, why did the different strokes dad suddenly?
0: You asked who wasn't going to be there. <laughs>
3: Jesus Christ. Mm. <laughs> he's also dead. The fa- also I know he's <laughs> dead. <laughs> oh. Also the fact that I knew who that was, which, you know, the random nonsense that's in my brain. Uh no, Cuba is not gonna be at the Gold Cup. Cuba is Junior the <laughs> 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 Well they showed him the money and he fucked off. So mm. um anyway, uh yeah. Story broke days ago that Cuba was having have a name? difficulty. Um, I think it yeah. should do.
0: I think it should
3: do. So mm. I'll anyway. let like, Chris
0: deal with that. Though. No,
3: no, no, never mind. Forget it. Forget it. If you want to know what happened with Cuba, you can you can Google. I want to know. I'm just wondering
0: if the story had a talk name. about
3: it today.
2: This, this, this is a, a big incident that will be referred to for years, decades, centuries even. Who knows? It, it needs a, a catchy name that you know encapsulates the whole thing
3: you guys suck
0: Uh, we're trying to make this show more like a proper news program that we've portrayed that
3: is that what this Mm. is that's what this is anyway i feel like you came up
2: with something tony eh? well
0: i i pitched something in our in our you know meetings that we have Cuba can't go to
3: the Gold Cup. Um, It's
0: called the Cuban inadmissible
3: crisis.
0: (laughs) 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 Come on! Well, it took you
3: like five minutes to get to for Christ's sake. Because
0: you're the anchor. You're supposed to say it. (laughs) No, it's we're just in the field. It's not a joke.
3: I mean, your catchy (laughs) storyline. Anyway, it's called a. It's called a hook. Kristen, sorry. Supposed to get
0: the people going.
3: Not all of us worked in radio, Tony. Um, Live. <laughs> so Cuba, mm. won't be at the Gold Cup. Why are they uh, inadmissible? Well, that's a good question. Um, so the original, the original sort of thing that was coming out was just that there was something to do with. Uh, COVID testing, but visa issues in that none of their visas were approved by the U.S. You know, CONCACAF couldn't smooth the way. They've gone to the U.S. and and elsewhere many other times, but suddenly this is now a problem. Those Um, pigs.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. If only there was a body of water they should all be sent to. Some kind of A cove of pigs or something. Mm, Something
3: like that. Um, So they... uh, Is that a thing? You know what? You can Google all of this, people. Um, They're not going. CONCACAF is passing the buck. It's very unfortunate. Um, And as the situation stands, you know, who knows when Cuba gets to go to the Gold Cup again? Who knows what happens for any of their other international footballing needs should they have to set foot on U.S. soil? Um, So take that any way you want. And uh we're gonna move on from this
2: now. It's not about so, the US, Kristen, it's about administrative issues. You're right, I forgot. Football. I'm sorry. Hmm.
3: Totally not about the US and their and their um embargo against Cuba. No, no, nothing to do with that.
1: I was just gonna go with uh uh awkward uh awkward hate boner towards them. Uh but yeah, administrative issues, sure. hmm it is an
3: awkward paper, um, though. It, it is. It really is. Yeah. Love their sandwiches and their cigars, but not their footballers. Their rum is fantastic, really-
0: by the way.
2: Respect, you respect America for committing to the bit. They've kept <laughs> this going a longer than they needed to.
1: Yeah, they're re- yeah, they're really really nailing that down. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, wow. First, the first fifty
3: years oh, weren't enough. It's evil, going, evil, right? we almost evil there. Cubans horrible, horrible people their socialized medicine and free education and helping the world. Oh, my God, they're so bad.
2: All these vaccines they're creating. Ugh.
3: Oh, and just sharing mm. freely. God.
2: Socialist vaccines. Ugh. Bastards. <laughs> the worst. They Ugh. are the worst.
0: Mm. Fuck them. Anyway. For more on the Cuban inadmissible crisis, visit soccer.ca <laughs>
3: uh, And to wrap up CanCon, Um a little bit of a of a of a bittersweet note. Um, yesterday, one of the legends of the Canadian women's program, winner of a fan, with a fantastical of a uh, bronze medal for Canada at the Olympics. Um, Mark's favorite. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. The lovely, the dynamic, the tiny Diana Matheson has retired from football mm. and it is it is sad because she's delightful and has been part of this program for a really long time 18 years um, and it's due to injury it's not due to you know lack of desire or not wanting to continue playing but she's had, she's had injury issues the last couple of years um, with her foot. And, you know, she'll heal and then something will happen again. She's out for months and months and months. And it's just, uh, it's just too much. So she has made, you know, difficult decisions. It's always difficult for a a top level um, athlete, uh, especially one who, you know, always represents their national team and um, to to step down to say goodbye. Um, And she is currently... She's second um, for number of caps for uh, Canadian women. Um, 206 uh, behind Christine Sinclair is 299. Um, But Sophie Schmidt is just one behind Matheson. So she's likely to pass her on the list at the Olympics.
2: Disrespectful. Uh,
3: So, uh, yeah, so Matheson, she played in uh, three Olympics, four World Cups, um, you know many, many tournaments. Uh, She played in the NWSL. She's been, uh, you know, a huge part of the Canadian program, um, both on and off the pitch. And that is the thing that, um, as a fan of hers and as a fan of of women's soccer, um, that I'm excited about because one of the great things about Dana Matheson is she's very vocal about the need for professional soccer uh, for women in Canada. And this is from, you know, from every interview she's given. And even before she announced her retirement, you know, she's pretty, in the last year or so she's been really outspoken about it. Um, the need for this. And uh, I feel like this is where she's turning all of her attention. So um that will be fantastic to see because someone that's disconnected and this involved, um, can only help to push that forward. Um, and quickly.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mark, how you doing? Okay. Oh. I mean,
1: I've kind of feel like the writing has been on the wall. Like I, I, I watched the interview that she did on, uh, on one soccer with, uh, Andy with Andy and and, and uh, like knowing knowing of her absences over the last couple of years and also like she's she's put in her time and I re- like I also accept that she's excellent like just game to game excellent you such a watch to her which is partially why I'm such a fan of hers. Um, also, the whole putting in the pocket thing. Because because she's adorable, I want to protect her. Because she's small, um, but anyway, but like like as an as an as an engine, holy shit! You see that every you see every contribution she, any positive thing that the, that Canada seemed to do. Ninety percent of it ran through her, and and that's even in games where the team wasn't playing their best. She was always that good. She was always playing fantastic man it's she's she's definitely going to be a gap no disrespect to those that are going to uh ultimately replace her but those those are hella big boots to fill so yeah it's 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 it sucks but i'm i'm happy for her i'm happy that you know injuries notwithstanding that she's retired and satisfied and and, and had a hell of a career and if she's half as productive off the field and pushing the women's game from a professional slash organizational standpoint as she is on it um, I look forward to going to a Canadian Women's League game within the next 10 years and it'll be fantastic and I'll probably have more teams in the camp so <laughs> you
2: know. I mean, it sucks. I, yeah, I, I agree with you know a, a lot of what you're saying there about her playing career. I hope you know now she's retired she kind of can find a way into sort of broadcasting somehow. I feel like the like women's World Cup the the last one there she was like part of the people who were uh, sort of not yep. commentating but in studio people for like TSN or whoever it was. I think TSN. It was and TSN. So, yeah. Yeah, right, you're quite good at this. So, I mean, there, there isn't enough of those, there's enough opportunities for that sort of thing in Canada, really. So maybe that's going to require, you know, just commentating on uh, sort of Houston games or whatever in the NWSL down there. Or, but, you know, right. this is something you're clearly quite good at. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, there's definitely uh, plenty of opportunities for going forward, Should will be just
1: fine.
3: Oh yeah, she's got. Yeah, it's not like she's going to suddenly fall out of football or not have tons of opportunities around. But yeah, I hadn't thought about the commentating thing. She really was. Yeah, she was. She was. She was quite good. Um, really good insights. Uh, you know, she sees the game quite well. So it was. It was nice to have her perspective uh, during that World Cup for sure. So anyway. It's sad, but it's understandable. Um, And uh, we thank her for all she's done for the women's game so far and Mm -hmm. what she's going to do. Um, There's lots of, you know, wonderful, you know, lots of tweets and messages and stuff. Um, Some of the the women put together a a really great video if you haven't seen it, Um, just uh, sort of some of the some of the OGs, uh, the 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 vets who've played with her for a long time, um, put together a nice a nice uh, video. You know, both both very sweet but also funny, um, which was great. And uh, there's been lots of that, so it's uh, it's it's really good. It's, so it's it's nice to see her getting um, such a warm send off as it as it were. And uh, unfortunate that she doesn't get sort of one last big international tournament to go out on, but, you know, she's done lots. Hmm. She's done lots.
2: So I just looking up For whatever reason, I assumed like Houston was like the club she was with in the NWSL. And I'm just kind of looking through her Wikipedia and no, not at all. So not sure where I got that from. Anyhow, But We're
3: anyway. We're talking about Tyler Pasher at Houston. It was probably still in your head.
2: No, but who no? knows. Okay. Somebody was She was it? Ever McLeod was Houston. I don't know. Somebody, some good Canadian player played for Houston for a long time. In my head, it was Diana Matheson. Apparently not. Nope. Hey ho,
1: <laughs> Dwayne De Rosario.
3: Yes. <laughs> yes, mm. that's, that's totally who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Shiro. Shiro. Yes. Yes.
0: Back, just to bring it back to our uh, ongoing he-man. Man comparisons
1: <laughs> i don't know i don't i take that as a total compliment towards
0: her but no no this is an in made up uh version of dwayne de rosario in the women's game that i was thinking of
1: i i'm still going with the d Row shiro thing yeah not, I not not the she
0: like, thing. like, a, a, yeah, like a, a female d-ro yeah Shiro. Mm-hmm.
1: Who would love uh,
0: you? Know. You would. You'd love her. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yes. <laughs> I, I feel like the, honestly, uh, the more I think of it, I feel like that 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 title is more complimentary to Dero than it is to uh, Dana Matheson.
0: No, I didn't. I didn't have Dana Matheson as part of that whatsoever. She doesn't need it. But Shiro. Look out.
3: Mm. Damn right. To talk about world footy and uh we're not gonna talk about mls because eh, you can figure stuff out toronto is in the basement vancouver is in the basement montreal is not doing very well either the tea terrorists and the sounding are they like halfway
0: up the stairs from the basement so they're like and looking down the, like the a third the of the like, way up, up the stairs that,
3: like? yeah. yeah they're sort <laughs> of they're checking they're checking on us can you pass us some drinks yeah. With the case of um, OV in their hand. Exactly. Nice. That's Montreal. Um, so, and MLS is on a break as the Gold Cup uh, starts uh, until the 17th anyway. So, eh, fine. Um, nah, that
0: league doesn't start till August.
3: <laughs> true. All right. So the Euros are still going on. And
0: don't say it like that. I about
2: the Euros, right? Who's in that?
3: Italy,
0: one one team from Europe and one team not from Europe. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I'm not sure how this competition works. It doesn't seem to make much sense. England and Italy. It's like Colombia got to the
2: final of the Gold Cup. It's you know. Yeah. Same thing. Don't forget
0: Korea. Yes.
2: Yeah. South yeah. Korea did bounce me up. Yeah. Guitars
1: in this one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, Australia's in Eurovision, so let's all chill out. <laughs> True.
3: Italy and England are in the final.
2: England, you say? Oh. Yes, I yeah, oh.
1: do. Are they any good?
0: <laughs>
1: Surprisingly, R-A. yes. Wow.
0: They were. They they were semifinalists in the last World Cup, Mark.
1: Oh, what Was color medal tiny... is that again? What color medal is that? Is that a is that the tin? The tin is it wood?
0: Is it wood? You, you know, what makes me it makes me laugh. Kind of. There's there's like young people in England who thinks. You know, reaching the far reaches of tournaments is just a normal thing. <laughs> yeah, semifinals last time, finals this time. Yeah, this is just this is just what supporting England's like. Mm-hmm. It's good times,
2: England. It's like watching Man City. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like watching yeah. Spurs for now. we'll like see. Green... We'll, we'll see how it goes on Sunday. But for now, it's like ooh, it's like watching Spurs over the last five years or so. Ooh. They do quite well. they do not quite win anything, but they do quite well. Who knows? On Sunday, we can get upgraded to. Uh...
1: It's just the weirdest banter that's going on. I can't tell <laughs> yeah, you know, if you like them, or if you. You like them, but you're finding ways to hate them, or.
0: It's just, it's... I kind of think Duncan hates England.
3: <laughs> really? I, I, I kind of feel like he does, except for Duncan. These are none of the except for Harry Kane, who you just you just hate because you do. Um, none of the players that you hate are involved.
2: It's true. This 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 is the thing that I've got a, a lot of vestigial. You know, I used to be very straightforwardly, uncomplicatedly, yeah, I want England to win. Then a whole bunch of really obnoxious players came along and it's like, yeah, yeah, well, that's sad that England lost, but I'm happy that you lost, you fuckers. And now most of those players are all gone. So, you know, I... I, Even sad for
0: John Terry, surely.
2: There's very few (laughs) people within the England team now that I look at and say, fuck that guy, I'm happy that he lost. You know, I so yeah, it's, lamps, it's kind of weird.
0: What about
2: lamps? Oh fuck that guy. Oh, Lampard, Gerard, Terry, Cole, Beckham, what Ferdinand. About
3: yeah, what fuck about that Scolzi? guy as well. Whoa.
2: he's more oh. like goalsies though. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Thank you. But yeah, that whole golden generation is fully gone. And uh so yeah, it's a much more sort of livable and team you can get behind these days. Uh, you know, aside from Bex, we... Bex was lovable, no? Oh, good God, no! No.
3: Tony, stop Barely trying to get him United. to just be English, angry, Duncan. <laughs> I realize it doesn't <laughs> take much, but come on, man. Um, it's anyway, so fun to poke. It's true.
2: Um, it's like John Pickford used to play for Darlington, for God's sake. How can How can you? know? <laughs> mm. Never saw him. I did see Casper Schmeichel play for Darlington. <laughs>
0: Did you ever see Schmeichel the dog though from Coronation
2: Street?
3: No, sadly no. Ooh. Oh well then. Mm. Have you really oh, seen Schmeichel? the calamities
0: Schmeichel? he got up to. Yes, <laughs> him and Young Chesney.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, how
2: how is you, the, the not being a sequel to that? You know, oh, hey, oh, check it out. Nobody knew about this, but uh, you know, back in the day, Schmeichel had puppies. So now you know think, think they could have another Schmeichel now, just because he's with Leicester rather than Manchester. You can still have uh, little Casper as. Chesney has,
0: Chesney has six kids now. He can't have another Great Dane. <laughs> Jesus, Duncan. Analysis here.
2: Has, has he at least named any of those six kids Casper?
0: No, yeah. I think five of them. Ah, good, good. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so the quarterfinal matches were delightful, as were the semifinal matches, even if you don't like who
2: has been advanced. a lot of good games
3: there has been this whole Indeed. tournament actually for the most part, yeah. has been excellent like really gripping you know thrilling matches, well played, you know ninety minutes or in a lot of cases hundred and twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of games going to to uh, extra time, um, surprising number of, of, of penalties um it's been it's been great it really has this has been such an enjoyable tournament um that you know i i hope lots of people you know i hope i hope everyone's been able to watch uh, you know as much of this as they as they've been able to and um it's been yeah it's been wild it's there's been i people i people who i people who don't watch soccer on a regular basis um you know that are watching it and people are sending me messages going oh my god like what is happening in this game like they're so they're just so like blown away by by the quality and by the the drama that's been occurring and it's been uh it's been great and then for those of us that just watch it all the time it's been so fantastic even if i am going to have to mute two thirds of my timeline for the next week um
2: oh come on both the, the english and the italian supporters are nothing if not humble and mm-hmm. um, quiet respectful and quiet,
3: quiet yes reserved yes yeah. yes not give it to hyper yeah you're right you're mm-hmm. right oh dear god
0: think gonna, before they speak be oh yes yes it's
3: going to be so bad not in anywhere for themselves no 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 no, not, no sense of entitlement no 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 i would they no no you know not claiming people claiming ancestry Two, three generations, you know, separated from countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. both Nothing love like a that. good spag ball.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's been a great tournament. It really has. Um
0: The Italian and... job. That was a good movie.
2: Mm-hmm. That's got everything. In That's Italy good and Michael Ken. And Benny Hill. Mm-hmm. Benny Hill was in the main the uh He was. Was he really? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. He was the professor who re- mm. who like the computer expert.
3: I've never seen the Italian job.
0: Oh, <gasps> you're missing a treat.
3: Mm. Wow. You really are. It is a fantastic movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Neither have I dunk. Solidarity. Oh,
0: Put
3: you're you
1: missing
0: back. a treat. Mm. But not the not the new remake one, but gross.
3: Why don't you like Donald Sutherland?
0: <laughs> Why would you make that film?
3: Because Hollywood has no new ideas.
0: Yeah, thanks.
3: Um, anyway, so the final. You're the one that's
2: in the industry, Tony.
3: Yeah, don't exactly, be able Tony thanks to us.
2: Make things happen, Tony. Come
0: on.
3: We need to tried to
0: talk Donald Sutherland out of it. He wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> like, do another war movie. Those are good.
3: All right, so the final is this Sunday, three o'clock. Eastern Time, Italy versus England, um, at Wembley.
0: If England loses, they have to leave, leave Europe.
3: <gasps> <gasps> um, <laughs> now, whether or not whether or not they're going to manage to fill Wembley with all of their restrictions, um, <laughs> but they promised they would, so we'll see. Mm. Um, now, I know obviously who tony and duncan are cheering for um marcus Uh, what have you decided
1: yeah i i i i kind of feel like i want england to win genuinely want england to win the problem is is that i feel like the english are going to behave the way i think the italian supporters i expect them to behave but don't so it's kind of like a Win some, lose some. Either side to cut it. Um,
3: oh, I'm doing the lesser of two weevils here. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I, I'll. Part of me is like, you know what? Let let uh, let England win this one, and we'll we'll judge mm-hmm. uh, from afar, and <laughs> and uh, we'll find <laughs> out if this was a good idea or not. <laughs> um, that's kind of where I'm at. I I I think it's gonna I mean, be a heck of a game. Um, I think England play great. Um, they're they're they are beatable, but they are. They're they fight they fight really well, like they they get down a goal and they're not like the heads don't droop, which is you know tradition uh, as far as I know of English national team. And then there's the Italians who are missing their best player, but uh, somehow they managed to resist all the Spanish shit that was flung at them for about sixty minutes and won it on penalties. So like I think it's gonna be a cracker of a match, but I hope England win.
0: If you if you judge it based on the amount of car horn honking you will hear locally, if you're not a fan of car horns, then England is your choice.
1: True. I'm just worried that with the right wind,
0: I'll be able to hear it from England. No, there, there's no Little Britain except Little Britain Ontario, but you know.
3: But other than that,
2: the entire fucking city's Little Britain, Tony. The it isn't anymore. The entire provinces.
3: Really? Little Britain. Really? really? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. Again,
3: a are good chunk of my timeline concentrated... would disagree.
0: Yeah, well, your timeline's not driving up and down the street.
3: Yeah, <laughs> uh, the,
1: I, 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 the only thing I would probably counter with that, Tony, is uh, have they ever had a reason to before? And I'm going to go with no. So I feel yeah. like a lot of people are going to be looking for a white flag with a red cross. They I might, guess, but I they think might just I think go it'll get be... a first aid flag for all I know, I, and they're going to pretend I... that's England, and they're going to drive up and down the streets honking their horns.
0: Uh, I think it'll be concentrated out of yay the Englishy pubs. I don't think you'll see, like, you know, too many shut down streets and stuff. Anyway,
3: I'm talking like they're going to win. Yes, this is true. Mm. You don't think they are?
0: My DNA will not allow me to uh, to uh, think that.
2: <laughs> I mean, if, I if you go with, like, predictions, I'm going to say uh, sort of 2-2... Goes to penalties, and as has clearly been established, uh, you never win two penalty shootouts in any particular given Euro tournament. So, England win on penalties, mind blown. Wow, yeah, I mean, business, hey, Gar- England, England can't lose on penalties, Italy has to win within 120 minutes. Mm-hmm. Goes to penalties, England win,
0: and the big shocker, Gareth Southgate gets the win.
2: Oh, redemption is and sue himself on at the last minute for, yep. you know, Harry Kane, take over the captain's yep. armband and everything and, yep. uh, score the winning penalty.
0: Yeah. Yep. Lovely. Jump, go. jump Reason. into Prince William's arms. <laughs>
2: ah,
0: Ugh.
3: Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. England, um, who I'm quote unquote cheering for, um, and yeah, I, I, exp- I, I, I think they will win.
0: Bold.
3: I know. Mm. Yeah, I'm really enthusiastic about a variable prediction.
2: All I right. just hope to, if England do win, they all get together and do some kind of sort of like kneeling down, some kind of like anti-racism, what have you thing, it's like after the game, in the middle of the celebrations, just to really fuck with all Twisted. the people that don't like that. I would enjoy that <laughs> immensely. Yes, me I, too.
0: Yes, it would be fun to see the right-wing tabloids not know what to write.
2: Yes. Have like the, the official team photo of, right, here we are. We're all there. We're raising the photo, raising the trophy. Everyone's like, kneeling down. <laughs> yes. That would be sun. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do?
3: Raheem Sterling right in the middle. Mm. After okay. having scored the winning goal
1: already hear the racism. It's going to be delightful.
3: It's going to be amazing. Not yeah.
1: that the racism is delightful, but
0: that they're no,
3: getting, we know what you mean. Being racist. All, All right. Well, we'll
0: for, for our Italian friends out there, feel free to use the hashtag. It's coming, Rome, because that's pretty funny.
1: That is pretty funny.
3: <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's very good. I milk that. All right. Well, I before we leave world footy, um, Marcus. Ha <laughs>
1: Yeah this is probably the first and maybe the last real attempt at journalism I'll ever do. Um, yeah. So we uh, did
0: that whole Cuban thing before, Mark, uh, no, no, that
1: was, that was good. Oh, that, no, that was good. That was good. But I actually had to do um, research. Am I saying that right?
3: You are. Research. I I, I've was seen it research?
1: bandied about, I'm I, I, anyway, I tried doing stuff. Is that,
3: a, is,
0: is that about oceans?
1: Something. So, okay. So uh, this is about Belarus. So, um, yeah, so uh, I don't watch as much Belarusian footy uh, with the same fervor as I did last year because, you know, taking the games off of YouTube is a good reason. I still keep tabs on Dinamo Brest. And so far this year, they have four wins, two losses, and nine draws. Mm. Keeps them safely mid-table. Uh, neighbors, Rook Brest, are currently... Sitting in third with the eight, five, and two record. Defending champs, uh Shakhtar, they're in first, thirteen wins, one draw, no losses, and Bate's right there. Oh. <sighs> so it's so I mean everything's kind of normal except for that breath de uh, are in third and Dinamo's not. It's not that Dinamo shouldn't be in third, it's just Rook are in historically in the shadows, but whatever. The Robins. So there, Thank you. So there's something silly going on at Dinamo. Um, now, it, it indulge me for a moment, but Please. their website, the domain thing uh, just stopped. It was like F- hmm. fcdb1960.by. That just also went, you know, doesn't sure. work. Whatever. Found the new one. No big deal. But the club shop was gone okay, that's kind of strange too. And then they went from having beautiful bespoke kits from Joma with like the National Airline as a sponsor and Audi as a sponsor to having these off-the-rack-looking kits from Saler, a German manufacturer, and there isn't a sponsor to be found. I know, Dunk, you think that sounds... Perfect! <laughs> but here <laughs> and, then.
3: and
1: then I started thinking this... This like this is too many too many weird parts this just all of a sudden changed. And I didn't think it was that much of a coincidence. You know, cause Dinamo won the league two years ago. But whatever. So anyway, so this past weekend was the Brest Derby, aka the Tail Two Cup. And El Titico? Yeah, El Titico. <laughs> mm, why didn't we think of that the last time? So
2: uh
1: and Dinamo being the king of the draws, the game ended one apiece. So I just wanted to, you know, check out the lineups. And, and Dinamo are filled with new names. Like, not that I remembered all the names from last year, but not a single one of these rung a bell. Because they all moved across the street to Rook. Oh, no. So Lapitev, Savitsky, David Tway, the Kiki Keeper Pavlyuchenko, all of them are names that I recognized, now play for rook brest. So like what? what the fuck happened? How did what went on? It turns out that this businessman Alexander Zaitsev took his financial leverage and left FC Dinamo Brest LLC ceased to exist only to be replaced by State Football Club Dinamo Brest. But Zaitsev what? wasn't out of fo- footy at all. He went over and propped up Rook and took the best players with him. Seven in total. Zaitsev, like most owners, appear to be particularly evil. (laughs) He's in bed with the state, who are awful. He made his fortune slash power uh, by being a suck-up to Lukashenko's son. Uh, Lukashenko's the president of Belarus. So the summary is, the reason why Rook are better than Dinamo this year is because Rook 2021 is primarily Dinamo 2020. That's fucking wild. It's fucking crazy. And now I want the Rook away kick because they're really nice and teal. But I'm still Dinamo till I die until, or until this pandemic ends. So, um
0: yeah. You know, if Belarus had a tabloid media, I, it would just say boob job. <laughs>
1: <sighs> you know, uh... if it wasn't the effort it would take to get to that point, Tony, I would say let's run with it but uh
2: implant (laughs) good good Good. uh Mm
0: -hmm. like uh, the seven implants
1: yeah yeah oh man yeah so that's um unfortunately i couldn't find any more information as far as what exactly happened at dinamo and why he was so welcomed with open arms at rook but like even it i i couldn't i couldn't find a second report to corroborate it but it seemed like even the uh like the under 21 teams swapped like all the dinamo under 21s went to rook and all of rooks under 21s went to dinamo same yeah. with the under 18s um i like i said i could find one one piece that kind of suggested that but because google translate you know it's a it can only carry you so far so you kind of want to see if there's something else there's not a heck of a lot i mean i found one reference i I'm going to put a, I'm going to post a, a link in the show notes uh, from uh, one of the Bella, one of the, one of the, the Breast newspapers uh, where the guy went, the, the reporter, and this is where I, I started, started this whole um, uh, dig if you will was they were doing a, where are they now from the Dinamo 2019 team that won the league two years out. And there's only one guy left. And he was the third choice keeper in 2019 and he's Jeez. after everybody fucked off. He's the second choice keeper.
3: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, some some of them, uh, some of them went to other former Soviet republics to go play their footy. One guy's in the Finnish league. A couple just seem to, seemingly just disappeared. One went into the army. Um, <laughs> but what like a lot DBL? of them, a lot of them have ended up across the street. I don't. I, also, Rook. I don't know if it physically is actually across the street, but I do imagine this is a. Dundee, Dundee United situation where they're just down the block, which
0: would be totally awesome, but yeah, you just have to nip down the road,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. So, yeah, so, um, street in
2: between the two, the locals call it the cleavage. Um, <laughs> that's the
1: pub in the middle, yeah, 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 there you go, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really <laughs> want to get stuck in there. Back to you, Kristen.
3: Thanks, Mark i was uplifting <gasps>
1: ah! hey,
2: got it in under uh, the wire <laughs> oh. hey, hey,
0: hey. boob talk
3: <laughs> yeah thanks for Brought keeping us a boob and jugs. all of
0: that <laughs> jugs put stuff in them jugs When I not far from having some one way force to hell in every little hell
3: It is now time for TFC Talk, where we talk about TFC, yay! It's a hard act to follow. There's, 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 you know, there's nothing going on. I'm just kidding. So, you know, we've we've missed some of the drama, and the, the drama has come home to roost. So, after the international break, TFC, obviously, we're not doing well. And after the game against WKRPFC, not great. But they promised they were going to refocus and do new things in training and really, really try. And then they got destroyed, trounced, routed, Hmm. just pummeled. They were
2: really going to concentrate on cutting out those early mistakes.
3: Yeah, Hmm. that didn't happen. Hey,
0: there was no goals for like a good two minutes.
3: Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, they gave him
0: a pause after a while.
3: I feel
2: like that second, that first goal was within two minutes, wasn't it?
0: Okay, fine. Sure? One minute. That's yes. early. Sure.
3: <laughs> a 7 1, a record setting Woo. 7 1 loss. I know, we got to have those records, right? Like, it's TFC. Yeah.
2: Worst TFC ever.
3: Like, come There's on. competition, Most there's serious opposition... competition. Most opposition goal scorers ever. Um, yeah. 7 1. 7 1 loss. Like it just. Yeah. It was so bad. It was so bad. And watching that game is one of the worst things I've ever seen from a Toronto team. And we've seen lots of bad from Toronto teams. Um, but yeah, but they was, were fun bad. Yeah, this was not fun bad. This was this was depressing bad. Um although it was it was interesting to see on social media the, the calls for more goals. Um oh I was
1: legit cheering after five. Oh, I know
3: you were. Um I, I get people were, were 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 into that. Um I, Mark, how many yeah, goals I mean, did you want? You wanted double digits, right?
1: Oh I I'm Look when 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 the slaughter is on and you can kind of like see it coming because it was pretty, it was pretty apparent they were just like even at three one it looked like they were screwing with us, so the fact that four happened and then five happened I'm like, run it run it into the ground mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was they were so porous in every position, I don't feel like and like I'm I'm not about I don't want to see the players humiliated. But this is garbage, and I want everybody to know all the way through the company that what they've got right now <laughs> is total shit. And the only way you can nail that home is if they keep going in.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, uh, like I'm not. This isn't. I'm. You know, the players. Is, I'm not looking for their misery. I'm not. I'm not cheering for their misery. But this has been pretty bad. And I did say to um uh one. One woman that I follow on, on, uh, on Twitter, she's, she's a uh, Orlando City supporter out in, B, out, in, uh, out in Britain. I'm not sure whereabouts. I think around Sutherland. Anyway, not sure how that worked out.
0: Yeah. Um, the Florida she, of England.
1: Yes. And she <laughs> made a comment about, like, uh, um, it's, it's like something along the lines of, like, why am I not surprised? And I, re- I responded to her, at 4-1, I'm pretty sure he still had a job. Mm. Like I genuinely believe that at four yeah. one, it was like okay, that was a rough game. Like it, yeah. ne- like you yeah. needed to get blown out of the fucking stadium for yeah, a head absolutely. to roll.
2: Four mm-hmm. one shit happens. Seven one okay, this is fucking memorable.
1: This yeah. this is a problem. And you know, here we are. So,
3: so yes, so so after that, the media interviews, the the post match were predictably sort of bleak um (laughs) from uh from armis um from michael bradley and i like again because i because i've been saying so long i i and i i didn't i didn't think they'd do it i didn't think they would but they did the next morning um chris armis is fired and
2: was it the morning i feel like it was afternoon
3: early afternoon i don't know Early afternoon, I feel like uh, you
2: know, sucked in the morning is the right the right way to do it, but they waited until the afternoon. It's,
3: well, um, they waited the afternoon to announce it. I feel uh, like, I think they did it in the morning. Good point. Because um, yeah, apparently it was a good they stayed. Breakfast. Apparently they stayed up mm. very late talking things over. Um oh, like a breakup. Exactly, where you talk till four in the morning and nothing is resolved, but nobody's happy. It's great.
0: Just sitting. On a bed, looking in opposite directions, Ali Curtis and him crying.
3: Yep, so much fun. Um, so, mm-hmm.
0: but they're still going to be friends.
3: Totally going to be friends.
0: Oh yeah, no, that, so that was the. That,
3: that was my person. takeaway. Totally mm-hmm. a great person. Um, so Armis is fired, again. and um, so it's announced, and then Curtis and Manning, whenever do their live Zoom, that was live in one place awkward as hell like that was that was that that was that 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 really did feel like a post-breakup conversation (laughs) um just watching
2: the live until we get bored and have to report on the traffic (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: and uh (laughs) you know there was some awkward body language between the two of them and yeah obviously people aren't happy um so Armis is gone, and I feel bad for him because I think he was put in an untenable situation, but I've been saying this. And there's been hints of this in some of the post-breakup, you know, articles um, that, you know, he was... You know, taking orders from above in terms of of certain things to do with matters on the pitch and stuff. So, um, I, I don't think, uh, but although I do think, I, I agree that yeah, if the guy, if that game hadn't gone as badly, he'd still be in charge, and they would have let him at least have a chance to come, play in Canada and see if things could right themselves if the players were in a more familiar place. Mm-hmm. But, what what
2: what orders was he taking from above? I'm intrigued. I, I don't feel like I've not been, you know, looking into things enough to to have seen a lot of this uh, chatter. I, eh? I know he yeah. he clearly started out like playing a bunch of young kids and then clearly stopped playing the young kids. Was that an order from above? What were yes. the orders?
3: Well, I'm just trying I'm very to find intrigued. the Stop article less. from uh, okay, thanks from Joshua <laughs> Cloak. Um,
0: can't see Manning doing that, so you have to assume that's Ali Curtis, then.
3: Yeah, no, I think it was like Curtis was sort of like in charge of pushing You're me look bad. And, hey. um, mm. where is it? Oh, I thought I had this open, and I don't have the article. Ah, too many things to find on my seven thousand tabs. um this is great great radio um
0: oh yeah. anyway, we can make it up
3: well yeah sure no it, it it did it did seem like um that yeah he was he was you know he was not set up to fail but um but that you know it's not all on him it's it's a lot of this has to do with again expectations or or uh, interference isn't the right word um you know, they, they, they didn't prepare for, you know, again, they're so focused on keeping those veteran players, right. That they didn't like look past that, but also um, that he wasn't, Armas wasn't in charge of, of get, of, of who was being signed. I don't think he was really is he like, here's your players. And this is what, you know, you're going to work with and you're going to, um, you know, you're going, to force, you're going to force these guys kind of, into this, into this peg, which happens all the time. I know. I don't have the article. GM and I don't have, coach is
2: it not? Have the article in front of
0: me. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's uh, not unusual nowadays with any kind of director of football setup. And he would have known that going in, surely.
2: You do. Don't. Don't maybe, the maybe I don't they gave the him
0: platitudes of, of. I mean, but we said this early in the season, you know, when the, when they were still talking youth movement and the big change and all the, you know, the revolution. Of those play, you know, playing style, we And we said it's all going to come down to whether they have the patience and the guts to stick it out. Like it wasn't, but but that takes away a big question of was Armis really equipped to be that coach? Like, you know, based on what really.
3: Anyway, like I think what I, even, even without, I, again, I'll, I can't find it. If you have The Athletic, look up Joshua Cloak's article. There was some good stuff in there. Um, the, uh, the overall thing is, is that y- this, this can't be laid entirely at Chris Armis' feet, right? <laughs> like it's for everyone who is only, was only calling for, for seeing him as the, as the, as the problem. Yes. Coach certainly responsible and, and, and firing him is, is, is obviously the right. Decision.
0: No, I think there has been a lot of people calling for more than just him. I think a lot of eyes are, are on still Hallie Curtis. Not exactly, uh, you know, a legacy of greatness since taking over oh, agreed. Uh, TFC.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but more than that, and I, this is a question I wanted to ask, especially that match against DCU when there was some sub-poor performances, sub-par performances, although sub-poor works, um, by the players, by some of the players. Do you think that the players quit on Armas? I,
2: I'm i not sure it ever really happens to the point that they quit on him. Like, you know, yeah, fuck it, I'm going to go, let's get this guy fired. But I think that they clearly weren't inspired and going out there and fucking giving the role for the guy. Um, yeah, I mean, look, like it's sort of, and the, it was the fourth or the fifth goal, Sort of Chris Mavinga's super half-assed. He didn't even tackle. But sort of challenge <laughs> like, to the that uh, the uh, Houston, uh, the Houston. I'm all about Houston. Today, You're really apparently. obsessed with Houston yeah. right now. Yeah. The uh, hero, the, the DC, <laughs> mm-hmm. the DC guy. That's got yeah. Mavinga was like, hey, oh yeah, okay, yeah. You can essentially just go around me and it just yeah, kind of screamed of yeah, yeah. There was this is a, an uninspired team. I, were they out there trying to get him fired? I I don't think you know that ever really happens. But did they particularly care and want to fight to keep his job? It didn't look like it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, with Duncan. I don't think they were out there sabotaging him, but I think it just gets to the point where they train and they train and train, and his style it was it was obviously not, you know suited to them and they went into another match and so quickly smacked in the face you know and it was just getting worse and worse but just it just i think it just gets to the point where like even if they're not communicating to each other it's just you feel it it's like this is inevitably just gonna end so i just it's hard to get up and try to excel at this when i know it's just gonna change so soon i mean for them inside the walls the writing had to be on the wall, you know, whether they chatter about it amongst themselves. I'm sure some do, but I don't think it was intentionally, let's get him canned, but it's just gets to the point where it's like, it almost comes like a virus that just spreads to all the players. And, eh, you know, you, to be enthusiastic again, after, especially after what was turning into such an ugly loss. And, you know, even though the score lines weren't, as ugly in previous matches, those were ugly losses too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I think it just, I think it just becomes hard to be enthusiastic about continuing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel it's much of what Tony has, has said. Um, I also kind of feel like I have to, I, I, I need to believe that the absence of one Josie Altador, regardless of how we kind of feel about him as a player, as a personality, whatever, he's still their teammate. And for some of those guys, he's part of the, he's part of their leadership. They look to him. Um, when, when you, when you come with the cachet that he's got and the league results anyway, MLS wise, um, you, you, you tend to like, wow, I'm, I'm really glad he's here and nobody seems to know what happened to him. Where? Why is he, why is he out there? Like, why is he training on his own? Like, that's, I, I feel like that probably, when things were starting to slide, they kept looking, okay, so make make peace and bring him back. And I, because I, I want to think that, you know, say Mullins, for example, even though he wants to play, he also doesn't want to play on a losing team. Like he would have the most to lose by Josie coming back because he would then be the third or fourth tri- choice striker. But he's he would be the one most affected. I'm sure everybody else who wouldn't lose their job to Josie Altador coming back are like, okay, we kind of need somebody who can make some shit happen in the box. And whatever the reason is, but if nobody's saying anything, the players will talk, and they can draw they can draw their own conclusions. And I feel like that that ex, that accelerated the exasperation of it all. The results weren't there. The tactics never showed any signs of working. They had fleeting moments of five minutes here or there, but there's still 85 other minutes that they don't, they don't, they're not accounting for where the defense looks porous and DC United, a middling team are the ones that exploited it. Are you kidding me? Holy shit. (laughs) Like there, there, there were two or three more games away from having that happen. Probably again to somebody just as mediocre. (laughs) and no slight to dc they look like fucking world beaters two kids who were like who wouldn't be old enough to drink in some places got their first goals slump buster way to go guys like like that was i mean clearly it was it was a bad scene after after two minutes like and then there was still another rest of it to go but i mean i can't help but think like the if the goal goes in after two minutes, after the way the rest of them is, like the way the tactics have been laid out, the way that everything's going, where's the give a shit? All those players know it hasn't worked for weeks. And it's now the only difference is it's hap- The The falling apart is happening even earlier. So, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think, like Tony said, I don't think they deliberately were trying to get him sacked but they weren't playing for him. Yeah. They were going yeah. through the, they have been going through the motions for at least three games.
3: Well, like, it's like, yeah, it, it's like nothing, nothing changed, nothing shifted, no mindset. No, I think that the international break, like things got, things got worse. That should have fixed things. You know, how about these last few games, how much worse they were. And they'd had that, you know, that was that time for everyone to like refresh and recharge and, refocused their energies and they came back and they fell even flatter which is just you know the exact opposite of what you expect after that sort of thing maybe the first f- game back everyone's a little fair, rusty
2: they, but they almost did well there i mean they they fell behind to Orlando then they came back and oh but then they lost nashville uh, you know they were winning with like 5 minutes left and then they lost and yeah so they 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 kind of almost had it, but it didn't work out. And then, yeah, it was just boom, done.
0: Yeah. The loss, like the, the national loss, that's as demoralizing in some ways as a big thumping, you know, yeah, the probably, way they lost absolutely. that one. Yeah. That one must have been a real gut punch.
2: Yes. That's probably like the moment where, okay, yeah, this is done. And then, you know, they were, because they played okay against Orlando and Nashville. They ended up losing. Then, yeah, Cincinnati, they were shit. DC, they were super shit. And it was done. So, yeah, I'd say the uh, Nashville loss was the the real
0: kicker. I'm wondering it now. It's not necessarily all on Chris Armas because these are big organizational decisions, but was it all just too much too soon? New coach, that's one, that's a big change to start with, with a new tactic pretty, you know, hard one to learn to get it completely right. And then a youth movement. That's a big decision as well. Then things didn't happen quick enough. Maybe let's go buy a bunch of veterans and then we're going to sideline one of the biggest stars this club's ever had and obviously an influence in the locker room to, well, for whatever the reason may be, pick your side if you, you know, pro-Josie or anti. Uh, And then, you know, the scrambling to try to come up with solutions to a cookie ship that's a lot of things to happen in a short amount of time some mm-hmm. self-inflicted and some not some the result of but i think maybe i don't know maybe maybe they just tried to do too much at at uh up front with a guy who was definitely green as a manager not like not a grizzly veteran guy who can come in and you know, he doesn't come in with a lot of cash as well. Like to say, I've done this here, there and everywhere, and it's going to work. You know, it it was a lot to buy into. Yeah. I think, I think if they would have stuck with the youth, youth movement, it may have had a better chance because you're giving guys a chance. They're impressionable. They're willing to learn, but you got to bring along, you know, for a professional club who has aspirations to be one of the better teams in the league with a, uh pay scale that you know says they should be at the top um you got to bring in all the players and i don't know maybe mm-hmm. maybe it was just too much
2: I, I it is perhaps too much given that they when you add on the fact that oh we're all in orlando for months sure, on end. Yeah. indefinitely who knows i think you know that's the sort of thing that's like all right, at this point let's just not try and rock the boat too much, kind of keep it going and then sort of get home and whatever you mean, to be trying to do new this, new this, new this. In that situation was probably not the most sensible idea. I mean, they obviously had the new coach kind of forced on them because Fanny wanted to leave. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. But, you know, did you need to be, Ooh, let's try this. And so super new whilst having to get through the whole living in in a foreign country in a pandemic for, months on end who knows exactly yeah. how long yeah.
0: and there's Just also too, like yeah sure like if you're going to go with the the new coach and this new revolution then you got to buy into it and you got to probably go with you know a younger looking team and look to ship out some older pieces but they still have there's still kind of this feeling like oh you think we can squeeze out another run with these older players?
3: Well, they do. They always do. That's the thing. Yeah, this so, team should have been blown up two seasons ago.
0: Exactly. So, But that doesn't really jive with a revolutionary new young coach with a new style and all this stuff while keeping, you know, a core group mm-hmm. where you're trying to squeeze a little bit more juice out of. Kind of got a sticker twist.
3: Yeah. It was – anyways, they, there was a lot of wrong decisions made and, you know, last-minute decisions too, right? Like they – you know, Vanny, Vanny left. You know, not super late, but late ish, right? And then they, you know, fannied about trying to sign a new coach. Um, and and then did, funny. Did, the, did the same thing with like player signings. You know, one of their, you know, one of their big signings was Dom Dwyer. Yeah. Dom Dwyer. Like that's supposed to be like a a shiny toy to dangle in front of the the fan base that watches that pays attention to MLS and this is supposed to make them care and be like like, oh yeah. To
0: me, that that signing was like the fever dream desperation move.
3: Absolutely, (laughs) it was. It was meant to it was (laughs) meant Mm -hmm. to paper over cracks. You know, like look over here. It was a shiny distraction.
0: It kind of was, but they didn't do their homework because that guy is not exciting anybody.
3: Well, of course not. Especially here. Yeah. Oh, I know. If this was a different if this was an maybe if this was an American MLS team, would have been different perhaps, but no, no, absolutely no. That was a desperation signing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing New York Red Bulls would have done.
3: No, there's been a lot of hey, a not, lot not of stuff this year.
2: So yeah. I mean, um talking of signings, I mean to Kamal Lawrence, I think that one makes sense, I yeah, think.
3: I think he's great. You're, I love
2: him. And yeah, he's a good player. but you, you got to think yeah, probably a a big part of maybe brought Kamal Lawrence over here is presumably during his time at the Red Bulls, he probably got himself some kind of relationship with Chris Almas when Almas was like an assistant coach or whatever, and you know, potentially really helped Kamal Lawrence in his career. Like, we're getting to the point where he could get a transfer over to Europe. So, you know, can not help but think Kamal Lawrence is probably thinking good things about Chris Almas? Yeah, I'll go back and side sign up and be playing with you. And now, all of a sudden, yeah, no. No, you won't.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of chatter from, you know, fans. And I know organizations don't listen to fans. But when, you know, the Armas announcement was made, there was pretty much uh, a one hymn sheet coming out from New York Red Bulls fans like, oh, that's interesting. This is what you'll get. And mm-hmm. yep.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like there was like rumors that he might be going to DC United, and I remember seeing a lot of very relieved DC United fans on Twitter that, oh, well, after TFC signed him, all right, well we dodged that bullet. That's good. So yeah.
3: that
0: means we could have won seven-one. Damn it.
1: <laughs> True. Mm.
3: Anyway, so moving on from that, since we are moving on from that. um, big question, of course, is who's going to take charge? And lots of names coming out there. Um, Mm -hmm. That's obvious. Um, Some people suggesting Sam Caldwell. No, no, Sam People talking about the TFC2 coach, which to me would be a huge mistake because, um, not because I don't think he seems to be a good coach, but because for the first time in ages, TFC2 seem to be playing well and coming together and winning matches and playing a nice style of football, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why don't you let that continue for a while? I realize that's not in the MLSE rule book in that, you know, win now, fuck the future. Um, But, you know, this is something kind of, that doesn't happen very often. It hasn't happened for a while with TFC two. And you've got these young players that because they've been in Florida, they're able to just literally shuttle back and forth between the two teams um, that have been able to bolster and sort of like highlight that team. But anyway, I, I think, you know, Munoz should just stay where he is. Um, well, what they did was, uh, as we, as we all know, is they took, uh, the assistant coach, who is not part of Armis's coaching staff at Red Bulls, um, uh, he's from the Pizza Rats instead, which I just mm. find delightfully hilarious. Um, so Javier Perez, and um, who has the most delightful website? Wonderful website. I'm not even kidding. I love this website. It has endeared me to this guy so much. It's Javier, charming. It is charming. JavierFootball.com, um If you haven't looked at it, you should. Because...
1: Oh, yeah. You're doing yourself a disservice by not visiting it's it. It's
3: delightful. And... one For one thing, it's in six different languages. Six languages. Chris I didn't even it. know there
0: was six languages.
3: I don't know if he speaks oh. all six. But six languages um but so he has like an array of things he's got philosophy analysis planning training tactics data um he has a scroll that says welcome to my personal website it's duncan's favorite part um mm. but the the Beautiful. welcome the opening page is background and learning process he's been fortunate to work with top professional coaches Holy this cute. is the one where you sort of reel back a little bit. Uh, like Jurgen Klinsmann.
0: Yeah, Thanks, that guy fixes football clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Patrick Vieira, obviously, since mm-hmm. Pizza Rats. Yeah. Uh, and oh, Dominic Torrance. Mm. Um, former Pep Guardiola assistant, Dominic Torrance. He's <gasps> also worked with world-class players like David Villa, mm, Andrea Pirlo, Frank Lampard, mm-hmm. and Mauricio Dortmund, rising year. star, Gio Regna. Um, each All one right. of them influenced my vision and how i perceive football but it is again you know what it's still charming it is still charming anyway so check he, out his he's website fortunate
0: enough, fortunate enough to work with guys who were employed at the place he was employed
1: <laughs> he should um, get in touch with the guy who did damien perquise's website
3: oh we <laughs> yeah. need a uh, he, he needs to yeah. be moodily staring at a rainy pane of glass. Yes. Damian
0: Perky, uh, funny enough, Damien Perkis put out some really sad tweets when uh, Toronto was getting crushed. <laughs> really?
3: Oh, really? Yeah. I don't follow yeah, him on was,
0: Twitter anymore. Uh, either do I. I just saw it like in retweeted things. He was interacting with some TFC fans saying, like, he was really, he was pretty down about it. It was like, oh, heads up, good times will come again. And it was like, it was like man, you're really still following this team?
2: That's nice of him. I, kind of, yeah, I,
0: I think it that's, was. That's... It was the t- it was the tweet equivalent of looking out a rainy window.
3: <laughs> um. Anyway, so but one of the things uh, that I love about the website, other than like all of the information, and it is great information. Like I've gone through every tab. I've read like his you know his outlined philosophy and all these things. It's fascinating. So this guy clearly studies the game, which I love, but. In the picture um, on his opening page, I don't know who he's hugging, someone, pizza rats, but he's got a notebook in his hand. And if you watched the game against the tea terrorists, you saw the famous Coach Avi notebook. Um, I'm fascinated by this notebook, I don't know why. I just, again, I love the fact that he has this notebook that he's scribbling things into and has all these these different ideas and stuff that he needs to write down or refer to. and uh, yeah, um, did you know that we beat the T terrorists? Did everyone know that?
2: Hmm. Well, how'd that go? When, when did, that did, that us? did that happen? When
3: did that happen? Weren't they top of the league and everything? Hey. Absolutely. Yeah. They still are, Very but idea, yes, we beat them.
2: Yeah. Enjoy that Javier Perez has a phone number on his website
1: as, as well. So yes. the new York number, I guess. But
2: I know, um, yeah, he
3: hasn't <laughs> updated that, or maybe he hasn't switched over his cell phone.
1: He mm-hmm. well, doesn't uh, need to if he's in the States. He's probably got free roaming. Yeah, there oh, you
3: go. smart.
1: Mm, see? See, that's playing the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, uh, so,
3: yes. Coach Javier Perez, interim coach, not officially, but apparently <laughs> being left in charge sort of so, indefinitely right now.
2: As you mentioned, they, they beat the T-terrorists. So he's, he's tied with Jim Brennan.
3: Yes, both 100.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, undefeated it's a Legends already. <laughs> yes, <laughs> quit
2: now, Javier. Quit while
3: you're, uh, you're, you're tied.
0: Yeah, look, mm-hmm. just give it a couple of years, you get your own team.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a fun game, though. It was a cracker of a game. I loved it. It was, it was great. I didn't he realize was... it had started.
1: I, I missed, like, the first little bit. I, I needed to go to bed desperately early because I had a thing at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning that I had to be online for. Well, Thank well. you to the uh, whoever ordered the lightning and it fucking came uh, and stuck around for so long because I don't know if that game started for, like, another hour and a, hour and a half or something like that. Oh, yeah, it, was, a, it was,
3: like, an 80-minute delay.
1: Yeah, I watched an entire, like... YouTube video of wrestlers playing Uno, and then flip back, and it's like, Jesus, the game hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to bed at three mm-hmm. one. Anyway, yeah, Been it was, a weather it, fan. It, it was uh, yeah, pretty much. It, it no was regrets. it was by far and away the most thrilling TFC game I'd seen all season, and that included when we became uh, champions of Mexico. So
3: I was going to say, even that.
1: Oh yeah, because squeaky bum time was on for like. Like half an hour. That was that was harrowing. <laughs> <laughs> and who couldn't <laughs> seemingly catch a cold made a hell of a stop at the end of the match.
3: Yes, yes. I will say the the thing for this match, other than the win and the, the delightful goals and the unexpected cracker from Endo, the mm. hell, where did that come from? Um, was. The, the best thing about all of that outside the win and everything was that Michael Bradley was back where he belonged in front of the defense. Not roaming up at the top, trying to do things where he doesn't belong. No, he was defensive midfielder where he belongs. The back was great. And it made a tremendous difference. So the attacking players could do the attacking things, not Michael Bradley getting in the way and being, you know, leaving the defense that clearly needs all the help it can fucking get, especially since right now we have no CBs, it seems. Um, and Luke Singh still have some learning to do. Did some good things, did some, oh, no, you definitely need to do some learning things, but good for him. Um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite thing overall was uh, – was that, because that has been a failed experiment all season long and needs to come to a complete and permanent end.
1: Mm.
2: Agreed. Very entertaining first half overall. And yeah, Bradley, don't try to do too much. You're a bit old now. You just kind of like sit back here and things will work out much better. Exactly. Yeah. That was nice
3: frame. It was. Oh, and shout out to that Marky Delgado uh, defensive recovery run uh, in the second half. That was excellent. He booked it all the way back and executed a perfect tackle. And uh, yeah, I I don't think I've ever seen him do that. So, huzzah! What about Soteldo, Duncan? How do you how how? Are, what are your thoughts on Soteldo after uh, after last um,
2: night? Well, yeah. it it was a lucky goal. Um, you yeah. know more luck than anything else um but yeah you know he he did some some impressive things he was out there and like doing some dribbling and all that sort of thing and obviously the big uh, did some good things right before endo scored uh yeah it was i think at least once maybe even twice I but him actually kind of like going down you know rather than cutting inside he kind of like went along the outside and then tried to throw across him with his left foot didn't work out, but nice to see him try these things. Um, so yeah, promising. Promising.
3: Okay, all right. So you're you're you're, you're you 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 you've got a little bit of potential there.
2: Yeah, I mean you know he's he's still hopelessly one footed, but you know I'm sure a lot of players are, and yeah, you know, well there uh, there's there is potential that yeah this this could work out better than it has been so far.
3: And I I did like the way, yeah, the one foot in this thing. But I I did, you know, he he did take on players, multiple players, and you know get his way out of trouble, or deliberately draw other you know opposition players to him, um, and did some nice things in that sense. I thought so, mm-hmm. made himself a good focal point so that other players could move into open spaces. So I I really liked that.
2: Agreed. uh, Yes, he looked quite good in that game.
3: Oh, Damien Perkis tweets. Okay. So, sorry, I know this is like, I just have to, I found them, so now I have to interject with them. Um, So, better turn off the TV, sad face, and sleep. Better days are coming. At Toronto FC, MLSTFC, hashtag sad. (laughs) and and someone like asks him you know what's going on he's like he's like i don't know he's like i know it's difficult time right now but players need all your support and i know tfc fans are good to do in a tough time the fact that they aren't playing or training in toronto must be really difficult in their mind like it's it it is it's it's very like oh davian but i i think it's i love the fact that he's like still watching the team that's wild i
0: like that he hashtags his emotions
3: Yes. Oh, and then a way <laughs> to go with a heart after last night's win. Aww. Yeah. That's so sweet.
1: It's, it's charming that he still pays attention.
3: It yes. is.
1: You don't see Danny Coorman's tweeting. No. Honestly. We had a conversation on Twitter. He's not on Twitter, um, but uh, <laughs> he's he's regularly researched, apparently. Thank you, Aaron. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, it's I like I realize that there are players who who will still like try to interact with the team that they used to work for, used to play for. Uh, it's, it's, it's both nice and uh, he like, wait, Perkis is retired. Is that correct? I think he's still playing. Okay. If, he's I, if la- he's, I think
0: last year he played for somebody.
1: If he's retired, then this is nice. If he's still playing low cringe, low cringe, but I'm okay with it. Cause it's Damian Perkis. <laughs> the most random ass footballer I think we've ever had.
3: Yeah, he might still be playing. Hmm. Anyway, um, so big win, lots of good things. Uh, Again, Perez is apparently nominally in charge for right now. They're not going to necessarily announce it, but it's going to go forward at least until the next match and perhaps beyond. Um, Team's coming back. Is already actually sorry. they they're. I think they're already back. They flew back today. Uh, well, most of them did. I, I actually don't know if Nick de Leon flew back. Um, but what's really interesting about that is that Montreal traded Eric Hurtado to Columbus mm. because he's unvaccinated and apparently isn't planning. On getting vaccinated, and since they're coming back to Canada as well, um, it would have prevented him getting easy access to Canada with the new border mm. rules.
2: And Eric Hurtado, talented player, but he's always been terrible at shots.
3: Eh. Um, anyway, so that's you just know. an interesting little, um, an interesting little note, sort of looking. Uh, looking, you know, forward as the team comes back. I haven't seen anything to, to know if everybody came back or not, or if he flew back and obviously he's going to have to be in quarantine because...
2: Yeah, but I mean, if, if being unvaccinated means you can't really cross the border without long quarantines and problems and this and that, then, um, you know, that could be helpful when TFC actually starts playing in Canada, you know, I'm sure... Most American teams might have a few players here or there that aren't vaccinated, and uh, oh, you can't play in this game. Oh, that's a
3: shame. Oh, that's too bad. Hmm. So the transfer window today
0: today was announced. I don't know now. This is for tourists, but but I don't know if this is gonna. You know, I don't think I can't see MLS teams getting special exemption. But Canada has not committed to allowing international uh, visitors who aren't fully vaccinated in the country at all for yeah foreseeable future. So.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm just waiting for It'll, anybody that like went to the airport or anything to to say whether or not they saw De Leon. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, what a shame that would be.
3: But um, um, for, the, for, the,
0: for uh, before you go on, Kristen, yeah, on the go third to, for the third time this show because this is important. Um, this is back to our you know because we are a hard hitting journalistic team. Uh, back to Damian Perkis, he mm-hmm. is retired. Uh, he played his last two years at uh, Gazalet's Ajaxio, in the fourth tier of uh, French football. Yeah. yeah, and he and he's mm. uh he's now a coach. He's now assistant coach with them.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, good well, for
2: please. him. Ejectio. Yeah. All
3: right.
0: Who's uh, one of their nicknames is Le Bistrot, the Ooh. Bistro. Mm. <laughs> Love it. But their main their main nickname is I don't know if this goes with the Bistro, but their main nickname is Le Gaz, the Gas. Mm. There you
3: go. Love it. All right. So, anyway, with uh, so this,
2: journalism.
3: Indeed. Uh-huh. So, Thank you, Tony. There's a 10 day break like Cuba. With, mm. uh, with the Gold Cup. Um, the transfer window has opened. And, you know, things should hopefully be happening within the TFC organization. Um, but it it is, you know, there's a lot of questions and and the Josie question, which again, has obviously come up in recent days um, and everyone basically saying, we don't know, Uh, that's that's, that's like Curtis and Manning's department, you know, oh, Curtis is going to talk to him and everyone was like fawning over the fact that Josie was posting Insta stories with pictures of the good old days, you know, from, you know, when everyone was winning and happy and stuff and everyone's like, oh, he's going to be back. And I'm like, he's still overseas. Like he's just—he was up until a few, couple Where days he? ago. He, oh, well, he was at, he Where was in he England watching his watching well? his woman play tennis. Yeah. Um, now she lost on the weekend, so she's out. But haven't seen any signs that he's back. And who knows what's going on there? But you know, transfer window opens. What's the priority here? Is—is is it Josie? Is it Cvs? Is it getting rid of Nick DeLeon? is it all three? (laughs) Because the Um, CB question has to come up, right? So you've got, again, Omar Gonzalez, you know, sort of floundering. Um, Chris Mavinga, obviously still the CB that you're going to keep a little bit injured. Zavaleta was suspended, but still, again, not really your starter. Luke Singh, not quite ready for prime time. Julian Dunn is injured, you know running out of serviceable defensive pairings and then of course the big josie albatross you know elephant in the room kind of thing
2: i think i, I just presume that they'll be able to figure out something with josie au that's these I, I don't know what the issue was, but, you know, hopefully it was mainly to do with Amos rather than anything else, and he'll be back. But, um, yep, yeah, centre-back should be the uh, the big priority, I would suggest. I mean, they would got Dom Dwyer to, to fix the, the Josie Altidharp problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yay. So, yeah, uh, let's, let's get some centre-backs. Maybe just one.
1: Yeah, I, I'd have to uh, – yeah, it's got to be CB. It's got to be center back. I have to assume that with with the new uh, new gaffer means renewed hope and dialogue between adults and professionals. So um, if, if Josie's still not playing after, I don't know, another week or two, then – this this is beyond repair, and he can go. That being said, it's going to be a lot easier to get a, a center back than it is going to be to offload Josie out the door. So I figure go for the sure thing. Go for the thing you actually need because I feel that Toronto may not sc- – we'll score less without him, but we definitely need to plug some goddamn gaps. So, um, yeah, please CBs.
3: Okay, that seems to be the consensus here yeah, um, yeah but and they also do get... have to yeah. <laughs> all right, one last question before we go then, um with the team at least coming back to Toronto to to train to exist for now, um that's still you know there's still not a lot of it's still a bit murky about whether or not they're they're back back but sort of indications that they are not going back to Florida. If they're not playing here, then maybe they're going back to Hartford, um, or somewhere else. But all, all signs are pointing to them not going back, uh, to using Florida as their home base. Um, if they can't play in Toronto, but if they can play in Toronto and things start to open up in Ontario, um, would you go back to, to BMO like in the coming weeks, assuming you're, you're double vaccinated. Like what would be the circumstances in which you'd be willing to go back to watching a match live?
1: Man. Um, definitely double vax. If I'm going to sit with you a lot, I hope you guys are double vaxed. I think, you I'm know the, it. I think I'm the last one. I think I'm you the last are. one. And okay, that, that changes, that changes Sunday. Um, uh, that being said, I'm curious to find out how many they let in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, how does that include like, do I get the opportunity to go? Like, I don't, if they're only going to let in 5,000 people, I can't imagine it's going to be 5,000 people in the South End because who are the cheap seats? <laughs> we'll, we'll get a few. Um, is it a nice day? Is it a four o'clock kickoff? Like, those things start to play <laughs> in because now I'm an idiot. I desperately want to go to a game mm-hmm. so fucking bad. I know I'm sure you guys are the same, but I really fucking want to go to a game. And um, I'm not particularly uh, uh, fussy at this stage. Um, I think I'll have more clarity when it's when the when the opportunity when the opportunity is presented to me. Until then, speculation, conjecture. Um, I hope we're all in those uh, fun bubbles that they use to play at uh, halftime soccer. <sighs> For protection. Mm, for protection, yes.
2: I just hope that, uh, you know, it's probably going to open up with limited capacity at first. I just hope they give priority to uh, people who used to be season ticket holders but aren't anymore. Because let's face it, those <laughs> are the people you've got to win back. Season ticket holders, you've already got them. You've already got them. You go after the people that you have to win back.
1: Sounds, I hear like, you, uh, brother. sounds yeah. like
2: remorse, Dunk. Mm. Is
1: that remorse? Something.
2: Nah, not really. Remorse. And I'm just—it it would be a very entertaining implosion uh, of people who are clearly more deserving. Uh, if they were told, "Yeah, oh, this is how we're doing it," that would be entertaining. Team chaos.
0: Yeah. I mean, I really only have one question: Is it raining? That—that
1: <laughs> that is definitely part of the uh, mm-hmm. part of the criteria, mm-hmm. Tony. Yeah. Is it Sunday? Is it Have your phone to on, Tony. I might be asking mm-hmm. if you want some tickets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also too. What 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 time's kickoff? Is it on Sunday night? Yeah, but, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Same with you, Dunk. If Tony <laughs> says Well oh, wait, Tony, wait, you've got tickets. Tony has oh. tickets. Yeah, I was Duncan. like, why are you
3: offering your tickets to <laughs> yeah, Tony? Tony do whatever you tickets. want with your phone.
1: <laughs> Duncan, keep your phone on just in case.
0: Do I want to call? <laughs> you just you just call to say hi, you know.
1: Sometimes I'm lonely. Hmm.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what's happening. I know people are really like everyone's suddenly exceedingly excited, but um I think it's still going to be a bit before it happens. But yeah, I'm hoping um that they do, you know, similar to what they've done in Winnipeg, similar to what they did in several in the stadiums during Euro, um and to and what they've done in some in the states, not all of them because the states is in most cases uh far more open, but you know, insisting on vaccines and stuff like i don't think that's a bad thing i think that's a really reasonable thing right now as we you know move towards this stuff um i have to show that little piece of paper or show that thing on your phone it doesn't take much so it shouldn't inhibit checking people in as the guards do their terrible searches um and then yeah limited capacity to start and go from there but i don't expect it to happen it's we're not, going to, we're not going to be in the stands July 17th, people. Everyone's just like, settle down. That's not happening. Maybe August. Maybe. And who knows? Maybe we'll get a World Cup qualifier match uh, here in the fall. Which would be great. Yeah? That
2: would be nice. Yes. That, that's what I'd be more... That's the thing uh, I'd
3: be more excited for. for
2: yeah. yeah, that's the one I want tickets for. Exactly. TFC. Yeah. yeah. When, it, when it happens, it happens. But Canada,
3: fuck yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. This has been an incredibly long show. Shocking. One of our longest in quite some time. So it's been a um, week. It's been a busy ass week. It has Mm. been a busy and it's been been actually been a busy ass week and a half. Crazy fucked up. It's been a while since we recorded too. So Um, we had lots to talk about. Uh, please join us next week um, when we uh, see what happened on uh, the opening matches of the Gold Cup. Um, probably start ramping up for the Olympics and um, we might even, uh, yeah, we'll probably have a TFC match to preview by then and see what else is happening in the wild, wacky world of TFC. And of course we will talk about whether or not football came home. Um, I want to thank the entire panel for joining us today. Uh, out there on the Twitters, at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher.
2: I came home.
3: <laughs> on the tweet Depending machine. on what you call my
2: home. I'm not going back to England. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who wants to do that? Mm. Um, to be found on the Tweet Machine, at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. A dirch. I'm on the twitterverse at Kitner mark with a k not a q mr mark hinkley
1: thank you to all of our supporters via patreon we genuinely appreciate it we've got shirts they're on zazzle you can find the link on our website and uh he's safe at home he's safe at home duncan safe at home he's safe <laughs> at home Popped
2: yeah wow
3: As for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Krista Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.
1: We were going to do if we were going to do a uh what the fuck is it called again Kristen jesus i can't even remember twitter the name spaces. Spaces. spaces spaces fuck just call it spaces well, yeah, we'll... I, if that's the word you think that's the word i'm having a hard time you think it's twitter the word I'm. apparently having, it's to remember it's spaces <laughs> the word spaces is the word because it doesn't even make sense even in context of what the fuck it is so like
3: it's, it's like a, a meeting space gathering space I've got like
1: four other bits of software that do it better. Why would I use Twitter <laughs> for that shit?
3: Because everybody is already
1: on Twitter. You know how many people have the long and password to this room at any given time?
3: That's <laughs> the <true>. dozens. <laughs> it's That's in the dozens.
2: Nah, uh, England team to donate large chunk of Euro twenty twenty prize money to NHS coronavirus heroes. Bless them. Doesn't say what large chunk means, but,
1: you know,
0: 51%. The box the money comes in. Ah, yes. Here's a large chunk of what we received.
2: We kept the contents. Mm -hmm. Here's our loser's medals. You can auction these off.
0: Some may say the coins are the chunkiest part. Do you think, like... Okay, maybe it's not all on Armas because obviously these are big organizational decisions, but just too much too soon. New coach, youth movement, new high pressing style. Then suddenly. Oh,
1: please. What on earth? Hey, Sam. Sorry, man. I mean uh, uh, so so Sam, we're we're mid podcasting. We're gonna call this out. I am so sorry. Am no, so no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I'd made a joke earlier about do you know how many people have the login and password to this place? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was, well, this was our award show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh oh man. All right, man. Uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll bug you later. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry again. <laughs> no <worries>. Bye, Sam. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Hmm. i gotta fucking put a lock on this thing now jesus <laughs> christ this is an outtake he doesn't know this yet but it's an outtake oh my <laughs> god that's fucking Security. magical um enable waiting room all right good all right that will never <laughs> i'm surprised it's taking us this long for that to happen i'm I- I sure i was sure like alan or jeffrey is gonna crash this fucking thing
3: Oh, I'm surprised Jeff hasn't crashed it like a hundred times.